Peace be with you. Hi, this is Father Roland from St. Anthony of Padua Church in Wailuku, Maui, greeting all of you on this beautiful Monday after uh, Mother's Day. Uh, yesterday we celebrated Mother's Day and we prayed for all our mothers, our uh, grandmothers, and godmothers, and anybody who was mother to us, okay, who nourishes us. Uh, not only physically, materially, but also spiritually. So it was really good to uh, celebrate and offer Mass for all of you out there as we celebrate this uh, day to remember all our mothers who are bringing nurturing and uh, who bring life to all, not only your children, but to those that you come in contact with. Also, yesterday on May 10th was also the Feast of St. Damien. If you recall, Father Damien was here in 1873, and he volunteered to go to Molokai on May 10th, 1873, 147 years ago on yesterday. And he went there, and we all know about his story, how he ministered to the lepers and brought Jesus Christ to them. So it was a great day to celebrate him of this great time of Father Damien and to remember him and how he brought healing. Not only spiritual healing, but he brought healing to all those uh, people who were neglected and uh, isolated on the island of Molokai. So we honored uh, Father Damien uh, yesterday. So today as we gather, I'd like to kind of share <clears throat> with you one of St. Therese. Remember Therese, the little flower? And St. Therese says the following, he says, my life is but an instant, an hour that passes by, a single day that slips my grasp and quickly slides away. Oh well, you know, my dearest God, to love you, I only have today. What a beautiful uh, thought no, by St. Teresa that every day, every moment is a time that we can uh, praise God. Yeah. And for her, somebody asked her, what is prayer? And she says, for me, prayer is the launching out of the heart towards God. We would, we would say, lifting up our minds and hearts to God. A cry of grateful love from the crest of joy or the trough of despair, suffering. It is a vast supernatural force that opens out my heart and binds me close to Jesus. Isn't that a beautiful uh, description of prayer? Huh? A launching of our hearts, uh, raising up our minds and hearts to God with joy and also be mindful of sorrows and suffering. Huh? It's a supernatural force that keeps us close to Jesus. Huh? So during this time, it's really an opportunity, a window of opportunity as uh, all of us are hunkering down again <laughs> until the end of uh, May. And would you believe on May 31st, the Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. So we have three weeks huh, to uh, kind of pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to open up our hearts and minds huh, and to trust God a little more deeply. Richard Rohr is a Franciscan priest who resides in Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico. And I love to listen to him on video when I go to the Religious Ad Congress or his meditations or which he sends to us, uh, at least to me, uh, via the Internet. And one of his definition of prayer 
is, he says, prayer is sitting in the silence until it silences us. Choosing gratitude until we are grateful. And praising God until we ourselves are an act of praise. I love that definition. Huh? I love it. Uh, sitting in the silence until it silences us. And remember I uh, suggested that in prayer, uh, if we sit in silence or stand in silence, huh? in solitude, huh? in solitude, surrendering to God, that we may become joyful and radiant with the love of God. So to me, it's uh, during this time, we have opportunities to uh, spend some time in silence. And I know that sometimes it's really hard you know, to keep silent, huh? especially uh, all of us, we have so many things to do, but during this time to me, it's a window of opportunity when we have time on our hands, huh? time. And he says, choosing gratitude until we are grateful. We have so many things to be grateful huh? for our mothers, whom we celebrated yesterday, our dads, our children, you know, for food on our table, you know, for a roof under our heads, you know, and for family and friends, you know. We have so many things to be grateful. And I love this last part. He says, praising God until we ourselves become an act of praise. Praising God, huh? uh, giving God the glory. And if you want to sing, yes, sing to praise God. Here at St. Anthony, we have so many roosters. And sometimes it can drive me crazy. But I, I gave up. And every time they, they sing out, I go, okay, guys, praise the Lord. Okay? Praise the Lord. Okay? And uh, so it's... Uh, so it doesn't really uh, uh, grab me. So anyway, uh, I think between uh, uh, Richard Moore and uh, St. Therese of the Little Flower, you know, it gives us a grateful opportunity to uh, praise God. Yeah, Praise God. I just received in the mail our Sunday visitor this pamphlet, and the title says, Faith and Common Sense, The Catholic Response to an Epidemic. And I'd just like to read uh, what they, they say about this. This says, During a time of crisis or uncertainty, we may find ourselves struggling with fear and anxiety. This is a natural reaction. But St. Paul reminds us in the letter to the Philippians in chapter 4, verse 6, Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. Then he assures us, the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep our hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Isn't it beautiful? And I would suggest if you have time, take out your Bible and go to Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 8. You know, And it continues, with steadfast prayer and thanksgiving, then, we do our best to put our trust in the Lord. This is very good advice now from St. Paul, uh, that like St. Therese, you know, he reminds us, Paul, that have no anxiety, even though we have a lot of anxieties, and we try to make extra effort to uh, 
clear our minds and to be at peace, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So it's a window of opportunity as we prepare for uh, Pentecost to ask for the gifting of the Spirit, you know, the gifting of the Holy Spirit. Uh, one of our brothers, uh, Marinese brothers, long time ago in Honolulu, when I was at the beach uh, uh, swimming, he, he, would, he would say, are you making a novena to the Holy Spirit? I said, really? He said, yeah, I usually make a novena nine days before Pentecost, asking uh, the Holy Spirit to enlighten my minds and hearts. You know, I thought for a while, I said, hey, that's pretty good. You know, pray, uh, maybe each day, ask for one of the gifts of the Spirit, joy, peace, kindness, you know, and, and just ask the Holy Spirit to open up our hearts. So when the great feast of Pentecost comes on May 31st, huh, uh, that we may be filled. And if you notice, in the Acts of the Apostles, the lives of Peter and John and Barnabas and the apostles were changed. Their lives were changed as we filled with the Holy Spirit. They, from being cowards locked up in a room, they proclaimed Christ boldly, you know, boldly. Yeah? And it's the same Spirit huh, that resides in us. Right now in the, in the Gospel for the weekday Masses, we are reading chapter 14 from John, chapter 14. And again, if you take your Bible, I would suggest that you read the Gospel of John, chapter 14. It's Jesus' last farewell. This morning at Mass, Jesus tells us in the Gospel, Whoever loves me will keep my words, and the Father will love him or her, and we will come and make our dwelling within them. Imagine God the Father and Jesus dwelling in our hearts. You know? and, and we all know from our theology that the Father loves the Son, Jesus. The Son, Jesus, loves the Father. And that union and communion is the Holy Spirit you know, dwelling in our hearts. That's pretty awesome mystery. You know? And that when we stop and think that God does well in our hearts, you know, in our minds. So, I'd like to uh, conclude uh, by praying this prayer during this epidemic from our Sunday visitor. Lord Jesus, hear our pleas, our Good Shepherd and Divine Physician. We implore your mercy in the wake of an outbreak of serious illness and disease. Guard our efforts to prevent contagion and make preparation to care for those most vulnerable. Assist all professionals and volunteers who work to eradicate the epidemic now spreading throughout the world. May our actions be marked by your steadfast love and selfless service and never by panic or fear. Bestow your comfort and healing to the sick. Sustain and strengthen them by your grace. And may they know your closeness as they carry the cross of illness. And may all we have been called from this life come to worship you eternally with all the saints as you grant consolation and peace to their mourners. Amen. And Holy Mary, 
health of the sick, pray for us. St. Joseph, hope of the sick, pray for us. And St. Rocco, protector against epidemics, pray for us. And may you have a great week as we give praise to God for all the blessings in our lives. And again, we thank all our mothers, our grandmothers, and our godmothers, and all those who have been mothers to us. And thanksgiving for all that you are and have been doing in our Lord. And so the Lord be with you and guide you. May let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And let the people of God say, Amen.